Please stand as you are able for the reading of the gospel. This is the gospel of the Lord according to St. Mark. As Jesus taught, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have the best seats at the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. But they devour widows' houses and for the sake of appearance say long prayers. They will receive their greater condemnation. Then Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which are worth about a penny. Then he called his disciples and said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury, for all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. This is the gospel of the Lord. May be seated. Well, John, my apologies. I didn't. I failed to introduce you. Uh, it's so familiar to me and to so many folks here, uh, but maybe unfamiliar to some of you. John uh, served here as a pastor, an interim pastor, when I first arrived 12 years ago and was an incredible blessing to me. I know an incredible blessing to many of you. John is a man who's filled with faith, filled with joy. Uh, John and Liz are here today. Liz is raising her hand, and we're just so glad to be able to welcome you back and to give you thanks for being a part of this story and our privilege to be a little bit of uh, part of your story. So, John, welcome today. Thank you, Rhodes. Thank you. And indeed, uh, Liz and I thank you for, uh, we feel humbled to, to, be, uh, to be here today, to be with you. Yes, many of you I do know, many I do not. It was a joy to serve as uh, interim senior pastor for, for a season. And then uh, when I got here, Rhodes, or when Rhodes got here, he said, would you stay on a bit? So I stayed another nine months, and what a joy to serve alongside him. You folks, um, what a great season we had together. And uh, St. John's, you supported Liz and me tremendously. We love the ministry here. We love the variety of worship. We love the people. I want to piggyback a little bit on... Um, the last two messages that were shared last week and the week before that. Um, were some of you here last week and the week before? Let this serve as a test to see, to see if you remember, uh, m you know, much of what was shared by a pastor or Bishop Leonard Bolick two weeks ago and then Pastor Rhodes last week. Two Sundays ago, uh, Bishop Bolick talked about Miss Thompson. Remember Miss Thompson and her student? Is it Teddy Stoddard? I believe it's Teddy Stoddard. She was not happy to have Teddy as a student again. But as you remember the story, Teddy helped open Miss Thompson's eyes for maybe the first time ever. 
And then Pastor Rhodes last week shared the, the wonderful uh, Reformation message about three people that literally changed the world, one of whom being Martin Luther. And how Martin Luther struggled dramatically with, uh, God, I just keep trying. I, I keep trying to do what I need to do to kind of earn your grace. He was doing religion instead of being in a relationship with, uh, with the Lord Jesus. Today, I want to bring in kind of the third part of this uh, uh, Trinitarian three-sermon message, I guess. And it's the poor widow this time that is going to help us understand something about God's good grace. Um, like Teddy Stoddard, the, the, you know, the, the widow is going to help open the eyes of the disciples, maybe for the first time ever. And then, as Rhodes mentioned last week, um, it's not about doing. The, the, the poor widow was, was not just putting money into the treasury. She was being a steward of God's good grace. And so I want to try to tie all of this together. But first, let me pray for us. If you'd bow your hearts, let me, let me share a prayer. Lord God, we thank you for accepting us as who we are, your children. We don't deserve that. Uh, but we are yours, O oh Lord, and you are our God. We thank you, too, for the witness of the, of the, uh, of the widow, O oh Lord. May your word, O oh Lord, be our word placed in our hearts today. We pray it in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Today's gospel lesson reminds me of my 34th birthday just a year or two ago. Well, I just, just uh, celebrated my 73rd birthday, and I don't remember all birthdays, but I remember number 34. We were living in, um, we were living in Phoenix, Arizona at the time, and, um, and we were sitting down with the three children, Liz and I, they, there were a couple of gifts and a couple of cards there. And so uh, I was ready to start opening the cards. And Austin jumped up and said, whoa, 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 stop, stop, Pop. Don't, don't do anything yet. And he ran off to his bedroom. And we waited. A and then we heard him coming back down the hallway just excited about being there. And he, he had behind his back something. And so he got there and sat back down and he said, Pop, I've got this for you. It's your birthday gift. And he pulled his hand around and he held a sandwich baggie. And he had written on the sandwich baggie in marker 93 pennies. 93 pennies. And he was so excited to give that to me. He couldn't wait. I have reflected many times on that gift. See, Austin thought he was giving me 93 cents, but he was giving me a whole lot more. He gave me everything he had. He went back to his bedroom and emptied his piggy bank. 93 cents was everything he had. He was giving it all to me. He gave me his love. He gave me his presence. He gave me his bounciness, his excitement, and his joy. Austin literally gave me all of his being. Now I want to transition that a little bit into how we might take Austin's 
giving and the widow's giving. We call her, it's, it, this is called the widow's might. The widow's might. And we're right in the middle, as you all know, um, right in the middle, coming to a conclusion next week of the, uh, of, of the, the stewardship campaign here at St. John's. Appreciate Mark sharing, as he did today, uh, uh, just a great confessional story about where you were and where you are now. Thank you, Mark. In the New King James Version, this is where we get the word might. Uh, what the widow gave was a might, M-I-T-E. It was, it was uh, literally the smallest amount of money that a person could have. Now, the message translation, Eugene Peterson says she gave her measly two cents. That's what it was. Let me get back now to how you and I might give. You see, from Jesus' perspective, this widow was giving an amazing offering. It was a greater gift than he had seen all of the people go up to the treasury and give before her, primarily because how it was given. I call her giving, it was a gratitude, it was an attitude of gratitude. Five years ago, when I was invited to be here to preach the consecration uh, sermon, consecration Sunday sermon, which you all are going to be able to wonderfully celebrate next week, I shared something with you, and I want to share it again, because to me it says so much about stewardship. God bless you. I, I said stewards, stewards are people who take care of precious things that are not our own, but are loaned to us from God. Let that sink in. Stewards are people who take care of precious things that are not our own. They are loaned to us from God. Now, St. John's, you know this. Um, the widow knew this. On this All Saints Sunday, which we are celebrating and remembering those who are still in our midst spiritually, but are not physically with us, we remember, we look at this widow, and, and she gave in a saintly fashion her whole life, as I think Austin's actions were saintly as well. Briefly, three things that I noticed as I read this, prepared for this message, three things I observed about this widow and her might, M-I-T-E, giving. First of all, she, she gave sacrificially. She felt it. The message translation again, this is what Eugene Peterson says, others ahead of her gave what they'll never miss. She gave extravagantly what she couldn't afford. She gave her all. It may have seemed insignificant compared to others, but for hers, this was a great sacrifice. You ever make a sacrifice? Have you ever made one in life? I'll bet you have. Maybe to your spouse, to your family, to your country, to a, a, a child, to, to the church. Last week, Pastor Rhodes shared that wonderful, wonderful story about Alex. Remember Alex who um, was playing football while his mom was gone 
and uh, inadvertently broke her mom's prize vase on the mantle. Before she came back, he obviously wanted to put it back together, to glue it back together. And when the mom came in, the vase was right where it was, but she could see the red glue. The glue was kind of red. She realized that her son, she saw the bandages, had cut his fingers in putting the vase back together. And as Rhodes told the story, the mom now said, this is my sacrificial vase for what you have done for me. We give to the Lord, the one who gave his all on the cross. So, um, first, she gave sacrificially. Secondly, she gave to the Lord. She, she, she didn't give to support the treasury of the temple necessarily, even though that's what it eventually did. She gave sacrificially to the Lord. And again, St. John's saints, you know, you don't, I, I know you don't give to a budget. You don't give to support just the ministries of the church locally and in a world, although that's exactly what your gifts do. You give to the Lord Jesus, not because God needs your gifts or mine, but because we need to give to the Lord. Again, we give to the one who gave his all. Sacrificially and giving to the Lord. And the third thing that I noticed about her, she gave out of trust to the Lord. She gave out of trust to the Lord. Let me illustrate this with a story. Maybe you've heard it. It's an old story. It's about a woman or about a man who, a tightrope walker. He lived in uh, Buffalo and he advertised in the newspapers long ago that he was going to put a tightrope across Niagara Falls from the U.S. side to the Canadian side. And, um, and he was going to not only walk across that tightrope, but he was going to push a wheelbarrow ahead of him. So the day came and he, he stood on the U.S. side and he was, he was ready to go. He said, do you think I can do it? Do you think I can push this wheelbarrow across on this tightrope? They said, oh, yeah, we believe you can. We know you can. And so off he went. And so he walked and pushed that wheelbarrow all the way to the Canadian side, to the cheers of all the Canadians on that side. They were cheering him and he, and he said, well, I'm ready to go back. Do you think I can do it? Do you think I can push the wheelbarrow back? They said, yes, we know you can. He said, well, if you do, will someone hop in the wheelbarrow while I push it back? The crowd got quiet. No one hopped in. The widow gave because she trusted. The widow gave because she hopped in the wheelbarrow. I trust you, Jesus, she must have thought. Again, St. John's, I think I'm preaching to the choir. In my two-year time of interim ministry with you, um, well, 11, 12 years ago, serving alongside Pastor Rhodes, I observed something about you. You trust, you give, you love. I want to try to tie this, uh, try to tie a, a ribbon around my message here with one more story about 
Austin. He's not here today. I didn't get permission to tell these two stories, but that's, that's okay. He'll, he'll be okay with it. When, um, when, we, when, when I was um, in, in Arizona, I was, I was blessed uh, following the church in Phoenix to be pastor developer, mission developer of a church in Tempe outside of Phoenix, a desert cross. And uh, being a mission developer, the nice thing is for the first four or so years, whenever the, before the facility is being built, my office was in the home. So I got, to, I got to welcome the three kids off the school bus every day. Austin was always the first one to get off, and he had a ritual. He'd come in the door, he'd say, hi, Pop, give me a hug. And he'd throw his, his uh, book bag in the corner not do his homework first, but do that first. He would go to the refrigerator, get something to eat, sit down in front of the television on the coffee table. This was his ritual. And eat something and watch a little TV. This day was a little different. I happened to get up. I was going to go in and speak to him. And I was behind him. He didn't see me. And I noticed something crazy about Austin this time. He was watching TV and, and in one hand, he had a jug of milk. And in the other hand, he had a squeezed bottle of chocolate syrup. I bet you're ahead of me, right? He, he would take that jug of milk and, and, and open his mouth, and he would pour it in there and just hold the milk, and, and then he would take this, the chocolate syrup and, and squeeze it. And then he would... and swallow it. I couldn't stand it any longer. I said, Austin, what are you doing? He said, Pop, you know, I've never tried that before, and I thought I would. St. <laughs> John's, St. John's Saints, if you're considering the, um, the story of the widow today and how you might give more sacrificially, if you're considering how you really want to give to the Lord and you, you, you're, you're praying, how can I trust you even more than I do now, Lord? Maybe, maybe today is the day to try it. Hop in the wheelbarrow. Give faithfully. Love completely. Trust wholeheartedly. Hop in. Let me pray for us. Lord God, if we have thought about giving more sacrificially, trusting you more, uh, maybe the day is the day, O oh Lord. So help us to take the step to hop in the wheelbarrow because you, Lord, are our God. And we love you and we know you love us. In your holy name, Jesus. Amen.